welcome to yet another excruciating edition of Borat Club, <laughs> where tonight we've watched Borat for the 36th time. It is currently 3.38 a.m. on Tuesday um, here where I live, uh, and I am joined, as always, by a man who, you know, whose energy could only be described as Amber, Ryan we had quite a watch uh, on short notice this week. You know, uh, you're right. It was on short notice. I will say I'm a little bit more upset by the fact that you scooped the <laughs> Amber 311 reference before <laughs> I could. I was going to come in. I was going to come in and ask you what the color of your energy was, Niall. And now here we are, and 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 I feel here I feel are. like the rug's been pulled out from under me. Well, I guess what that means, Ryan, is that we both have Amber uh, energy. <laughs> tonight yeah um we're on the same wavelength here i think let me consult the genius lyrics for 11 uh 311 amber and see if we ever kind of get the explanation of hmm. what the amber uh hue means uh we talked a lot about 311 during the watching of this particular thing because i noticed that when he's in the hotel wellington oh my god i'm sorry i just I I just I just clicked on the genius annotation for this and I feel like the wind was knocked out of me. Um <laughs> so we talked a lot about 311 because yeah. I realized that he at the Hotel Wellington stays in room number 311. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking about how we had at least heard of Amber. Uh we, I couldn't name any of their other songs and we looked up uh what they were and we found Down by 311, which I think is probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It's pretty bad. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty bad. So I have the I have the opening lyrics of Amber by 311 here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Intro verse one Brainstorm, take me away from the norm. I got to tell you something, this phenomenon, I had to put it in a song, and it goes like, Whoa, amber is the color of your energy. Uh, whoa, shades of gold displayed naturally. Which, you know, makes 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 sense, right? Like, sure, like yeah. maybe he's in love, and it's like, oh, this woman is so beautiful, she has, like, this, this golden energy coming out of her, right? So, right, sure, yeah. Uh, I would like to read you the first annotation on the first line, Whoa, Amber is the color of your energy here. Okay. This is a, a, a genius annotation with two contributors, and it, it reads right. as follows. One possible explanation for the meaning of Amber as used in this song references the way the Jurassic Park dinosaurs were brought into the modern world. Oh. Their DNA was frozen in Amber, a sap from trees. In this sense, Amber as the color of her energy means that her influence and her impact on his life is far-reaching, nearly never-ending. Even after they've broken up, he still feels her energy and its timeless allure. And then L marked this as a stretch and said, I'm sure this song has nothing to do with Jurassic Park. So we've got a, we've got, we've got a real hater in the comments here. Well, you know, uh, it is a big pile of shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's how you could tie it into Jurassic Park more than anything else. Uh, oh, Johnny, also, J- Johnny also comments here and brings it into sort of the uh, semi-charmed uh, kind of life wheelhouse mm-hmm. and says, It is about the process a marijuana plant goes through when developing THC. The resin glands turn from clear to milky to amber and form the phenomena of the marijuana plant. 
Fucking A, right? So we've got a, we've got some discourse on the Amber 311 lyrics here. <laughs> now, I, I I mostly only know things about 311 through what I've heard on podcasts. Um, but from what I understand, they are kind of big weed guys. So uh, it is possible that maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. It's it's very possible. There does seem to be a bit of a civil war in the lyrics genius here. Because mm. on the uh, Shades of Gold display, naturally, we have someone saying, you know, falling or reading gold represents inspiration. He's most likely talking about his ex-fiance and how he sees her as an inspiration. And then we've got T-Bone coming in and says, wrong, genius. It's referring to the leaves at the end of Grow. Duh. So uh, there, there is a uh, definitely sort of a back and forth between whether this song is about uh, an old relationship or about uh, smoke and mad doinks. Mm-hmm. Now, I, th- I think it could go either way. Yeah, I feel like T-Bone is the most, like, 311 fan name you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. Like, of, of, of course a guy who calls himself T-Bone would like 311, right? Like, it's just... Uh, what else would you like? Your T-Bone. Yo, 311's last album came out last year, June of last yeah. year. That's wild. Um, I... I <laughs> Okay, I would like to read you the lineup of 311 at the time of the release of their 2019 album Voyager. Okay. Would you would okay. you like to hear? I would love to hear. Uh, we've got Nick Hexum on vocals and guitar. Of course. S.A. Martinez on the vocals. Chad Sexton on drums. Tim Mahoney on guitar. And of course on bass, Peanut. As in <laughs> P hyphen nut. The uh, the bass player of 311. There is a hyperlink on Peanut that just uh, redirects back to the 311 article. <laughs> Ryan, in in the former members uh, section of this uh, Wikipedia article, is T Bone listed at all? You know, uh, no. I do see no. additional musicians. Luke Miller. I see some writers on here. E Kid Bogart. Okay. Uh, Matt Zoe. Let me go back to uh, let me go back to when Amber would have come out in two thousand one, uh, yeah, which please. would have been their album from Chaos, and it looks like it looks like the lineup is about the same. Okay, because like if your band is you know got a guy in it called Peanut, then T Bone yes. seems like he should be like the drummer, right? Yeah, you would think so. You would think so, but um. I think Peanut and T Bone need need to get together with H Mart and uh, fucking no K Mart. K Mart is what I'm yeah, thinking. K Mart. There's a there's there's a Korean supermarket here called H Mart, but K Mart is is what we want to go for yeah. here. Peanut, T Bone, K Mart, and what Circle else? What K. else? No, that doesn't work. That's uh... Uh, okay. You you uh, B uh, B Leaf. There's B-leaf, one. B Leaf. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I think B leaf, as in B hyphen leaf, would be a, a pretty pretty accurate name for someone who would be in a band like Three Eleven. Yeah, it's a real fart rock name. It's a real. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so what 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 would you define as fart rock? What is the, what are some bands that are kind of uh, in that wheelhouse? <sighs> okay, so you're talking like like to me, fart rock, butt rock, whatever you want to call it. Like it's okay, butt it's, rock, it's, sure, it's, whatever. It's it's too like two very distinct periods of time it's you're either talking like 80s bands like scorpion or uh like 
Bon Jovi or, you know, that kind of, like, era of, like, 80s bands or more, like, recently, you're talking, like, early to mid-2000s kind of, like, macho, tough guy bands, almost sort of, your 311s, your Trapped, your Seethers, Ah, uh, uh, yes, Seether. That's, that's, that's one I know. Didn't uh, didn't Seether do a cover of Careless Whisper that got really big? Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. It, um, the guy from Seether was uh, was uh, married to or dating uh, Amy Lee from Evanescence, and they had a very public <laughs> uh, very public uh, breakup, which uh, led to Seether releasing a lot of music where he was just angry at her. Um, that sounds. That I mean, that's just very unsurprising. I'll be yeah. honest. Puddle of Mud would be another one I would think of. Uh, I've, really I've heard. I've, I would say of everything you're list you're listing here, I've heard of maybe like a third of them. I'll be mm. honest, not not really my sort of area of expertise. Yeah, I, I feel like if I was like three years older, I'd have been like real into butt rock. You know, like I would have been that that age. Like I feel like dudes who are like. 33 to 40 now or really or, or grew up like being really into butt rock if that makes uh-huh. sense you yeah. know like it, it's sort of that like it's it's like from the same era as new metal but like it's more like mainstream and it didn't have the like rap stuff in it i feel like is what like i almost feel like butt rock guys kind of sang in like a sort of fake southern accent a lot of the times you know, okay. Like if, you, if you listen to Seether or Puddle of Mud or Creed, like they're all doing that kind of voice, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that sort yeah. of like country fried sort of <laughs> southern rock kind of, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that kind of Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. Sort yeah, of influence yeah. They're, they're trying. They're trying to do that, but it's it's a little more country. It's a little more like broy, you know. Like I, I almost mm-hmm. feel like butt rock kind of morphed into like bro country like florida georgia line sort of stuff you know like i feel like that's like the the modern like evolution of that kind of sound mm, okay I I, like, you know yeah i think that's a i think that's a pretty good a uh, pretty good sort of you know overview let me look up butt rock on wikipedia and see if anything comes up mm-hmm. no beavis and butthead uh that's about it so maybe not would you consider Limp Bizkit to be butt rock, or are they too like uh, legit? I think I think they're new metal more than butt rock. I, I would put them in with like Corn or like Disturbed, like in that kind of you know mm-hmm. framework. I feel like they like they were competing with uh, with butt rock, but I would say they're closer to it than Corn uh, or Disturbed would be. Gotcha, uh, I gotcha. Think. I I did find a listing on Reddit that says. Um, the etymology of the term comes from uh, radio stations that would say nothing but rock, and they would change that to like you know butt rock. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a website here that says they um, have www.allbuttrock.com uh, slash bands, <laughs> which unfortunately gives me a four hundred four error oh. error when I try to look it up. Let me see if I can get to the main site without the bands at the end. Maybe, maybe uh, put it into the archive, the Internet Archive. Let me see. Uh, the sp- uh, the sponsored listing displayed above are served automatically by a third party near neither parking crew nor the domain owner. Uh, let me look up. We can maybe get the domain allbuttrock.com. I think that would be a pretty good, uh, <laughs> pretty good. 
Oh, pretty God. good grab. Hey, do we want to talk about the film Borat at all? Do yeah, we, and do we you know, care we, about that? We, we do care about that, and I can tie it into the butt rock thing because we mused, um, you know, towards the end of the movie. Uh, we've talked about the guy uh, when uh, SBC is standing in line to meet um, Pamela, who's like got uh-huh. the soul patch, he's kind of behind him. We kind of uh, we were wondering if that guy was uh, was the lead singer of 311. Um, that was one of the things we talked about. Uh, to be honest, we didn't talk about a lot uh, of Borat-related stuff while we were watching it. I feel no, like a lot of three eleven, a lot um, of three eleven. Talked a lot about web comics. That was something did talk that we got really about web comics. Yeah, for some for some reason, you brought up Homestuck, and that just uh, because we were looking at the yard sale, and I That's asked right, if that was a, yes. a Zodiac symbol shirt, and we never decided. Yeah. But I asked you what your Zodiac sign were, and you are a Virgo, which means you mm-hmm. are a Kanaya Miriam in the. Uh, or Miriam, maybe it is, in the Homestuck canon, whereas I am a Cancer, so I am a Carcat Vantus, I believe. I'll, I'll have to trust you on that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... I don't. I don't know my home. My homestuck. Uh, I'm afraid. No, uh, I'm it's okay. Think, what What did we actually discuss? Uh, Borat wise, we we debated whether or not um, SBC actually took a shit uh, outside Trump Tower. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the conclusion, or not, maybe not that we came to, but my theory is that if you asked him, he would lie to you, and. Or he would probably lie to you. I feel like he didn't, but he would tell you he did. Like is kind of where I come down on it. I don't know how yeah. you feel about it yeah. at this point. I can uh, I can see that. I um I don't know. I would love to know all the secrets, but I think the only way we know will be to mind hack into uh, Sasha Burn Cohen and really delve those depths. Kind of a kind of a yeah. ghost in the shell sort of dive into his brain. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's... quick question. Hmm. Uh, did you did you register the domains borat.club, borat.online, and borat.us for this podcast? So, about, like, two years before we started this podcast, when, like, the original idea for it came up, I uh-huh. did register Borat Club, but I let it expire, and then somebody else got it, because I tried to re-register wow. it when That's we started, wild. and it wasn't available. Because so. I looked it up, and, and, and it's the same thing, where you go to Borat.club, and it just redirects to a blank page. So, yeah. so maybe, maybe it is just parked. Um, we could get Borat.biz, Borat.life, I think would be a good one. That's Borat. only $2 a year. <laughs> yeah. Borat.page. Yes. Yeah, some sometimes I just go on weird like domain buying sprees. It's been a while, but I think I still own Booba Dot Zone and a few <laughs> others. I um I the last one I registered was for the emoji podcast. I think we were like funky grimace dot online or something That's like right. that. That's right, yeah, yeah. I did I did go to uh borat.com uh and it gave me a username and password login and nothing else. It's a blank <laughs> page with just a login. <laughs> Uh, that's a premium domain that I have to make an offer for if we want that. We could get Borat.app uh, for uh, $14.98. Borat.xyz is actually $295, which damn. is which I think renews at $10 a year. So a big upfront investment, but pretty cheap to yeah, uh, yeah. bring that back around. Yeah, I, I need to figure out how I get Borat.club back. Cause we can make I an de- offer. Can we? Okay, because I, I, I definitely tried 
to get oh, it back shit. when we started, but it was not available, so I don't know. No, we would have to we would have to offer at least a minimum of one hundred and ninety nine dollars. So because it's not mm. listed for sale, so we would have to register with a uh, like auxiliary service called domain agents who would then track down the person that owns it and uh, transfer our offer to them. So yeah, yeah. Accor- according to the service I use when I when I do this, this is great listening by the way. This was registered in 2019, so I don't believe. Yes. Uh, I don't believe that's me. Unless I have a second account with this service and I just don't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, entire, it's entirely possible that, like, at some point, like, in the next few months, I'm going to get a, an email being like, your domain, Borat.club, is up for sale. Or, yeah, like, who knows? Up for renewal. Who knows? What else do we have to say about the film itself? The only note I took was the whole 311 thing. I, 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 I really didn't have too much of an interest this week because I just watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the first time Mm. in like seven years yesterday and having watched a comedy which is actually pretty okay like pretty decent still kind of holds up it really uh, really sort of highlights everything about Borat that I think is uh, maybe uh, maybe not so fun yeah um, I can only imagine what it must be like to to because because you told me when you were watching it that it was like you know a major influence on even your sense of humor or whatever yeah. so yeah uh, I can't imagine what going from that right into uh, a watch of Borat would like do to you <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I mean when you talk about Borat. It's just one mm. guy, right? Like it he's is. only he's only one man. Thankfully, thankfully, I think, yes. I, yeah, I think we can we can thank God that Sasha Baron Cohen did not assemble like a comedy troupe of any sort. Like, did not have a literal Borat club to to make this film because I do just kind of imagine Sasha Baron Cohen presents Borat as a Monty Python style, you know, sketch comedy mm. film, which I think it could have been in another life. Yeah. I'm I'm just really waiting for him to do that though. You know, like it feel like it feels like he's on the verge of that any day now, you know, where he's just gonna come out and be like, Here's my Borat family you know, like it's gonna be like the opening of the movie, except it's gonna be ninety minutes of that and it's gonna be painful. I wonder if he would get Lunel back for that, honestly. Like Yeah. Would they just would they just be like Lunel she uh, dying uh, probably probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think we talked about it last week but it would just be like an any murphy style you yeah. know uh nutty professor clumps kind of film where sasha baron cohen like oh wah wah wee wah oh the whole sagdia family is well i guess he already lives with this family so that wouldn't really work yeah. it would have to be <sighs> his cousins maybe something like that his like, cousins yeah maybe yeah. maybe he uh maybe he got uh somebody pregnant or something. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I- I'm going to tell you the most horrifying thing you've ever heard in your life, so I do want you okay. to be prepared for this. Okay, okay. Imagine a baby. Imagine okay. a baby, just like a normal human mm-hmm. baby, but this mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. has Sasha Baron Cohen's facial features, mustache, and Borat hair CGI'd okay. onto it. I hate it. Yeah. It's bad. Okay. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. 
That's I, I mean, it. That's, I, that's I, all I you feel, have to I, imagine. <laughs> I, I feel like I could whip that up in Photoshop. Yeah, like, I'm already <laughs> looking it up. On Google. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, be, God. It, that's what the Eraserhead baby... The Eraserhead baby grows up in the Borat. Not many people know that, but, like, when you look <laughs> at Eraserhead and then you look at Borat, like, you really see the resemblance between Jack Nance <laughs> and Borat. Like, the crazy hair, the suit, yeah. like, like, like the mental instability. I, I just think it's a connection that people aren't making. <sighs> Speaking of mental instability... Mm, uh-huh how how are you feeling after 36 watches are you feeling good like i, uh, I feel like pretty okay i mean yeah like at this point at this point i'm so used to it that i feel fairly impervious to the like psychological turmoil we once went through with this show yeah at, yeah I feel at like. this at this point we've definitely sort of just um made it into a thing where we show up every week watch Borat and just kind of shoot the shit while the movie's playing and um, mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's good but we are still getting the full psychic blast of Sasha Baron Cohen's comedic stylings uh, which you know maybe not the best but yeah. um, otherwise otherwise I feel pretty okay I'm I'm pretty excited to be as far through this as we are I think we've yeah. been talking about kind of being in the home stretch um once we hit episode forty, we'll be uh, we'll be well on our yeah, way to there, being yeah. done with SBC for probably the rest of our lives. Probably, yeah. Like we will have to you, watch Bruno. That we, is we, we, uh, that's going to, to be something. Bruno. Yeah, but that's I, about I it. I don't know if we're gonna like watch Bruno just the once or do like M's idea from no. when she was on um, <laughs> watching it with everybody. We'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe. But like, uh, okay, you're. I, I'm not saying I want this to happen because I don't. So don't like flip out on me when I, when I say uh-huh. it. But like, at some point, like last week, between or since our, since our last recording, whatever. Like I was at work and I was just thinking about Borat Club and like the future of Borat Club and you know what we do after Borat and you know all this stuff. And for about five minutes, I was like, you know, I feel I feel way better than I thought I would. I could do a hundred of Borat Club, and now I'm like, I don't want to do a hundred of Borat Club. <laughs> it's one of those things. I, I mean, I agree. Is the thing like when it, sometimes when I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, yeah, I could keep doing this. But then, like, once we're doing it, it's like I know there would be another another downswing, right? Like we would, yeah, we would yeah. pass fifty two. And we do it for about ten more episodes and be like, nah, this this shit sucks. We gotta we gotta stop. Like yeah. yesterday, um when I was at my parents' house, we were looking for a movie to watch, and they were going through our old DVDs, and I know for a fucking fact they have a DVD copy of Borat at that house, and I was like dreading hearing my dad or my sister go through those DVDs and be like, oh, remember Borat? Damn, we haven't watched this in forever. And me just having to, like, sit there and not say anything and just watch <laughs> Borat. <laughs> so so your your family doesn't know either that you do? Fuck no, absolutely <laughs> not. Okay, I, yeah. I, 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 think they're, I think they're tangentially, tangentially aware tangent i i can't th- that's a word i can never pronounce let's 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 get that clear i i have a i have i i i consider myself to be somewhat uh well versed in the art of the english language but that mm-hmm. is one i cannot do uh they are somewhat aware that i have the emoji thing going on but i i have never brought this up to them at all like good, good. I, I i think my my closest friends know that i do this people on twitter obviously know that i do this and every now and then someone I meet, I will tell if I think that there's someone who will think it's funny, but I'm not rolling up to my parents' house and being like, sorry, I really got to get back down to Austin. I've got this Borat podcast to record. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like I I debated putting it in my Tinder profile this week because I've noticed a lot of people here are like doing like two truths and a lie or whatever. And I was uh-huh. half tempted to put Borat in uh, my profile. And it was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this two truths and a lie shit. Like, what am I going to do? Like, tell somebody I do fucking Borat club? Like, fuck off. Yeah. I've, I, I've in my Tinder profile right now, I do have that. I do an emoji podcast, which I keep in there just because, you know, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of my brand at this point, but yeah. and like, it's interesting. <laughs> It's it's something, you know, every now and then it feels kind of too, like, self-indulgent, I think. But um, mm-hmm. this this I have never mentioned to anybody. No. <laughs> uh, in that in that capacity. Never. So it's it's a it's a it's a burden. I'll be honest. It's kind of a kind of a social burden. And that's <laughs> it's, it's a mark of shame, right? Like, well, it's I think it's funny. Like, I genuinely think it's funny, like conceptually. But. The sure. last time, the last time I had a chance to tell someone in public about this was the time the guy told me I should really watch Who Is America. This is America because SBC was just a, uh, you know, a comedic, a, a comedic yeah. genius, an unparalleled mastermind of the humorous arts. Yeah, I, like I feel like, like there is something like funny about the fact that we do this, but. It's not something I would want to tell everybody, you know. No. Like, I feel I feel like there is a very certain type of person, and you need to get to know somebody a little bit before you. Uh, oh, great! Thank you. You just yeah. Ryan Ryan just uh, posted a picture of uh, Borat posing with the Borat book um, mm-hmm. at what I assume was its uh, launch party, I guess, because there are people I, in the crowd here waving it around in the background. Which, yeah, probably. None of the uh, none of the none of the uh, articles that actually have this image in them are related to the book at all. It's just like a promo mm. press image. Did we ever hear back from the person you sent that to? They got the book right, but we never heard whether they enjoyed it or not. Uh, yeah, I assume they I, did. I know that they got it. I I don't know. I don't know what they um what they thought of it. But uh, you know, I hope you're hope you're enjoying it, and if you've thrown it away, I definitely understand yeah. the the nightmarish. Uh, wow, here's some really good. Uh, here's some really good uh, images of Borat posing with people at the uh, at the uh, book signing. Well, actually, this isn't good. Uh, this he is posing with what appears to be an underage child in their underwear in a knit sweater uh, with the Ugh. book, which I am not a fan of. But here's a pretty uh, here's a pretty good one of him at a Borders signing a copy of the book. I, I'm I'm so mad that they did signings of this and I couldn't find an autographed copy. <laughs> like if I had an autographed copy of this, I would probably have kept it. But oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's look rough. at this fucking image, Jesus it's Christ! A, it's a very powerful image, I will say. They have him like in character too, like it's not Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah, yeah, like it, it is. is it is the entity known as Borat. <sighs> that I motherfucker mean, I, really really was out there doing this. Yeah, I'm now just looking at images of him signing the book as Borat from uh the stock website. There's a couple good ones. There's a few good no, ones here isn't. and there. No, there isn't. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> you, don't, you don't, think don't that's lie a good yourself. One? Don't lie to me. Don't lie, lie to the listeners, please. Yeah, a lot of them are bad. A lot of him posing with this uh, child. Uh, he appears to be slapping their ass in one of these photos. So really, uh, 
Really good wow. show from SBC on this one. Some someone was okay with having SBC slap their kid on the ass. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Awesome. Looks, yeah. Maybe it's a. I don't know. Maybe this is like an adult that is just child sized, but uh, it appears they do have uh, something going on here that I don't really like. Hey, why don't we change the subject because this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, let's um let, let's change the subject uh real quick to something else. Uh, uh you know, do, do yeah, uh, I I've uh-huh. already ruined this uh, transition, so let's just go with something else uncomfortable here. Uh let's talk about QAnon. Um, oh, yes, let's. Uh because we were sent um a DM from a listener uh, recently. We did not see it until like this past week, but it was sent a few weeks ago. But apparently, uh, a, a little while back, QAnon uh, had a little bit of a thread um, about our boy Borat, um, and oh boy! So <sighs> <laughs> you explain this because you you have a much better grasp on what's happening here. Yeah, I, I um, so I read the thread. I'm not going to read through it all because it's pretty long uh, here. But the gist of it essentially was that uh, this QAnon uh, basically believed or claims that uh, that Borat was a psyop by the New World Order. Um, to make people think that Kazakhstan was, you know, this backwoods, like, third world country, like, super impoverished nation when it actually isn't. Um, and the reason for that was because, uh, the former capital city, Astana, which QAnon pointed out was, uh, was Satana, uh, backwards, um, was to be the New World Order's capital. Uh, city um, because of its uh, placement along the Great Silk Road uh, which essentially was to be used by the Chinese and the New World Order to smuggle children uh, undocumented to be slaves from Wuhan which uh, QAnon then tied into the coronavirus pandemic and was basically like look at these cities along the great silk road like venice and wuhan isn't it weird that those are where the coronavirus blew up first and then there was people in the comments of it like trying to link it to epstein and like it's just People are out there. People are out there and they're talking about Kazakhstan and they're talking about Borat and they're talking about Jeffrey Epstein and we 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 live in we live in the world, Ryan. We certainly live in the world, Niall. We live in one hell of a world and We do. I'm just gonna say that uh it's it's rough out here, you know? Yeah, uh, it's rough I, out I, here. I, I'm not convinced that um I'm really not convinced that QAnon's not going to come knocking at our door for being part of this Borat conspiracy. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I think that maybe we will end up uh, on the end of some sort of a vast conspiracy that we ourselves are pushing to sort of move this grand Borat conspiracy further by, I guess, normalizing the film or something like that. They're, they're going to but... say that we're getting money from Soros for doing this podcast, oh, which, God. you know... I, I do wish that was the truth, but um Yeah, I I would love some free money from Soros. I would love to like buy a house uh and go live in like 
<laughs> I like the outs- like outside an Icelandic village or something and just be away from the world. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Like, fucking people are out there and they believe things and they believe Sasha Baron Cohen and George Soros and Jeffrey Epstein worked together on the part of the NWO. Oh, my God. I But, like, I feel like we've we've gone to, like, pretty big pains on this show to say that, like... Kazakhstan looks like it's a pretty nice place. I, yeah, it's you know? fine. It looks fine yeah, to me. It looks Every, it looks really nice. Everything I've seen from it seems seems a okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe once uh, once this COVID stuff blows over, we'll uh, we'll take a trip to Kazakhstan, and um, you I won't have to do that. You won't have to come to America, and I can go overseas, and we will meet in the middle in the uh, glorious nation of Kazakhstan. God. I would I would love to do an episode of Borat Club from Kazakhstan. Oh my god, what a dream. Do you think do you think Kazakhstan has ever I mean before the two of us obviously like had people fly there just to just to do tourism because of Borat? Like I feel Absolutely. like Absolutely. I feel 100%. like in Europe especially because it'd be a little bit easier, but here in America I feel like it'd be a little bit more difficult just because of the cost that would incur, but yeah, I have to. I'm, I have to assume countries closer by there would be people doing that. Totally, there, there, there totally was. I rem, I, I seem to remember. Um, I think this would have been related to like a soccer game between Kazakhstan and another country, like in European Championships or whatever. Uh, but I seem to remember there was a group of foreign football fans i want to say they were french but they might have been english um who were arrested in kazakhstan for like being nuisances in mankinis uh essentially a few years back like <laughs> Great. like it, essentially going out in public and like dressed as borat in the mankinis and were like causing trouble uh or at least that was what went around uh the internet for a while i don't know if that actually happened but there there was 100 percent people like i feel like we read about this on the show early on even that like borat boosted tourism to kazakhstan so um i feel like there like there has to have been people who've gone there because of that i think we've had we've we've some listeners who have been there i believe too Um, i think so yeah yeah, I, I know. I know some of our um, fairly sizable contin- Moscow-based uh, contingent. Um, Hell yeah! Know quite uh, quite a bit about Kazakhstan at the very least, but uh, I'm not sure if anybody has actually been there. Actually, I think somebody told us they had been scheduled to actually visit Kazakhstan until COVID broke out and Damn. they couldn't go. If that I remember sucks. right, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, if you're out there listening, I'm very sorry. That that yeah. Sounds like a cool vacation. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately would love to go to Kazakhstan. Yeah, I, I me really too. At, at this point, uh, at this point, I really would. I, f- I feel like it, it's like partly pilgrimage and partly like atonement, just to like. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I gotta give something back to Kazakhstan, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll put put tourism money into that economy after giving so much of our lives to this horrible slander. Yeah, we we still have never been listened to uh, in Kazakhstan, though. I check every week when I'm uploading. <laughs> I check our analytics. We have never been listened to in Kazakhstan, and that's that's a real it's a shame. It's a yeah. shame. Someday, someday, somebody in Kazakhstan will listen to this show, and I hope they won't be upset with us. 
<laughs> I think I think we've done a pretty good job of making it very clear that we think Borat is not a good representation of Kazakhstan. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's horrible. Like anyone anyone would be able to to to, to figure that out unless you were in 2006 seeing this in a theater apparently. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it was a different time. Everyone was much uh much worse. Yeah. If that's even possible. <laughs> they were all hopped up on Seether and 311, Ugh. just really, uh, really channeling that butt rock angst into their viewings of this film. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I, I think I do own a Seether CD. I think there might be one in my old bedroom somewhere, like in the back of the closet somewhere. The um, for me, Seether, I always associate with their cover of "Careless Whisper" by George Michael, mm-hmm. which is like this, yeah. like searing, like. And then the um, the thing is that my mind also links that then to um, what is that song? Uh, Paralyzer or Paralyzed? Paralyzer, by, uh, Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was um, that was a time in my life where I had just discovered uh, Pandora, like the radio service. Sure. And it was when I kind of discovered how the algorithm could recommend you new songs. And so yeah. I yeah. would make like an alt rock station. It would play shit like that. And I was like, this is, this is okay. Not something I'm going to actively seek out, but you know, not, not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's how everybody 10, 15 years ago discovered <laughs> music was just. Yeah. Yeah. They seem like bands that would be sort of the, uh, B or possibly C tier at like a music festival. Yeah, they were like the radio rock of the time, and that's pretty much it. Pretty much really it. Yeah, I, I could not tell you a single Seether song other than Careless Whisper. Now, uh, no, actually, I, I, that's a lie because he did that one song that had Amy Lee on it as well before they broke up. But uh, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, very countryish. Yeah, um, I think Seether were South African. I might be wrong. Maybe they were. Australian or New Zealand uh, I think they were I, no I think they were South African either way terrible band please don't listen to <laughs> Seether uh, <laughs> yeah um, so I guess we've come full circle this week and I kind of have nothing else to talk about yeah I think I think we're about done you are right though Seether is from South Africa I did okay. I did want to say that hmm. great uh, South Africa must be so proud yeah Elon Musk and Seether claims yeah. to fame apartheid in the game <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right uh all right ryan where's the other stuff you do let's get here. <laughs> yeah let's wrap this up i am um, <laughs> i'm on twitter uh i'm on twitter too much at uh at curse uh i i post art and i post bad tweets and shit like that um, I just put up my store in V where you can buy stickers of my emoji Hitachi wands, if that's something you're into. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. They came in the Great. mail today. Uh, I'm selling them on there if you want to check them out. I do the show Emoji Drome with Sylvia from Friends at the Table. And that's uh, that's about it. I do that and I stay inside. What about you, Niall? Yeah, uh, video game stuff at videogamechoochoo.com. Uh, all that stuff is up there. Uh, you can hear me swear about how much I think Ghost of, Soshi- of Tsushima is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> our most recent podcast. 
Uh, I don't have a personal Twitter, but I'm, or Borat Club, I should say, is on Twitter at Borat Club. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. If they're too long form for Twitter, uh, you can hit us up via email at boratclubcast at gmail.com. Uh, still no sign of Sasha Baron Cohen answering the challenge we laid out for him last week, unfortunately. So, you know, he's got like, what, 15, 16 more episodes to, yeah, to do so? Yeah, it, it's, it's coming up. Tick tock, tick tock, my man. He's, We're, he's we, running we out of time. Public call out Sasha Baron Cohen not being on our podcast yet. Yeah, so you yeah. gotta, you gotta get on it, my dude. Yeah, you gotta get on it. Um, yeah, if you like Borat Club, uh, we would love if you told a friend about it, if you left us a review wherever you get your podcasts, if it has that functionality, we would also really appreciate it. We don't advertise anywhere. Um, we don't, <laughs> we don't tell our friends or family about this. We don't, we don't even tell the people we know in the real world um, about this because it's such a deep source of not even shame. It's just something we don't want to have to answer questions about, I guess. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where you go like, why? And then you just have to kind of say, yeah. I, I don't fucking know. It seemed like a good idea at the time, right? Like, Although it didn't even seem like a good idea at the time. I mean, it's just... I, I, I thought it would be fun, and so far it's been pretty okay. It's been alright. It's been better than expected. But yeah, you know, we don't have a lot of reach is what we're trying to say, so we really do appreciate <laughs> uh, when people get the word out about our bad Borat rewatch podcast. Yeah, we gotta, um, we gotta pump these numbers up before we transition into doing Resident Evil all the time. Yeah, God, I can't wait. I can't wait. I was thinking about Resident Evil uh, earlier today. On <laughs> when are the two of us not thinking about know, Resident I, Evil? I know, I know. But I, I was just thinking, you know, when I was on my drive home, I was thinking about like, oh, you know, Afterlife. I kind, I kind of get why it exists now. It feels like Paul W. Sanderson, you know, really wanted to go to Siberia, but then he got like that, uh, like he figured out he had accidentally rewritten himself into a hole and he had to figure a way out of it so he centered in LA and yeah, whatever like we'll talk about it in like a couple of months um, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, nobody thinks about those movies more than we do um, probably not probably not they live probably free not. in my head <laughs> yeah oh. oh okay we we gotta end this before we start talking about those again <laughs> um, yeah let's let's yeah. wrap it up all right. Until next week, thank you again for listening. Ryan, thank you for being here as always. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.